me, Sean Capri, and welcome to a very special Patreon-powered episode 136 of With The Gamer Cast. It's coming to you normally on Mondays, but you're hearing this on iTunes, Google Play, and mother-loving YouTube because of all the support at patreon.com slash better, where you get two extra episodes, and those episodes always have returning guests, some of my favorite people that I've met on the internet, talking to strangers since the beginning of We The Gamer Cast uh, this month, the month of March. Flex Deposed is taking over. We're going to be talking to Lucas Rose in just a second. But before we get there, uh, all of our patrons make this happen. And a special thanks to our platinum executive producer, Corey Hicks, our two gold executive producers, Sheldon Benedict and Mr. Moody. Right now, as I say that, Sheldon is in Canada. We're going to get to that in my chat as well. Our gentleman executive producers, Nick Militia from Next Level Games, Joel Brooks, James Johnson, Dr. Doom. Jesse Armstrong, Glock O'Shea David Ray, Aaron Doherty, Martini Jean, and Dude427. Guys, thank you so much. This is the funnest thing. I love this about Make Us Better is that I always wanted to have uh, people back. You told me that you wanted to have people back by pushing us to our milestone of having these two bonus episodes. And just because they're bonus doesn't mean they're skippable. You must listen to this. It is so good. This is a great conversation. We're going to get to it uh, in just a second. I want to give a quick shout out to our newest patron, Janet Garcia, who is also my next guest i'll be talking to her on saturday for monday's episode we'll be back to our regularly scheduled program but for now let's get right into it with my very good friend lucas rose you can follow him on twitter at heavy metal underscore riff here he is lucas rose what do you think like like people's first beers are now though because like when i was growing like do you guys have kokanee give it I, th- I feel like i asked somebody this previously i don't think it's just so. a it's just a basic lager it's just it's a it's a sweet blue can there's like kokanee and canadian and coors light that's i don't even know do you if you're k-o-k okay here's the flux deposed um uh, mechanical tippy-tappy. keyboard yeah <laughs> i want to i actually got a couple notes that i want to get to really seriously getting to the keyboard. sure k-o-k uh Coca A N E E. Is that it? Oh, it sounds yeah. like it'd be longer. We definitely don't have it here. Oh, but yeah, because it looks... it's it's brewed in the in the mountains. Like they don't just oh. chill it there; it comes out of the mountains, like a volcano of beer, and then they oh, just can. Good. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. It's kind of like how Canadians are born out of out of a, a, a frozen over lake. They just like right. come up out of the ice and they start skating. <laughs> oh boy, let's go here. Uh, I just was born. <laughs> Where's my beer? How's my accent? Is it okay? So is yeah, that? I want um, more of it. I want more of it. Oh gosh, nobody wants more of that. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, I don't know. See, that's the thing. Is like there's certain accents that you can do, and uh, it's 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 funny and fun and lighthearted. But then there's other ones that are big no nos. Yeah. So you know, I always wonder. I'm like, am I offending anyone? Like Irish, for instance. That's kind of a questionable one for me because. Anytime anyone's like, oh, I sound Irish, it's just like, I'm doing a leprechaun. Like, mm-hmm. that's really what it comes down to. And so I'm like, oh, that might be cringy. So mm-hmm. I, I try to stay away. But I feel like Canadians are pretty um, pretty open to the... Uh, we just pretty want open. the attention. Yeah. We're just <laughs> like, oh, they noticed us. Oh, hooray. <laughs> oh, thank we're goodness. We're just up here freezing <laughs> yeah, our buns off. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, we're we're still here not shooting each other. Yeah, no kidding. How, how's that uh, 
criminal that uh, homicide rate and gun. Yeah, it's okay. It's yeah. not it's perfect. Good? It's not. It's definitely not. It's not perfect. And and the news permeates so much that if there if there are like if there's anything even any any clothes <laughs> like somebody was shot in Canada today. We're like breaking news. <laughs> what are we? Gonna, we need to protect the children. It's like, huh? I think you're yeah. conflating a couple. Today, apparently, they were voting on. I should check to see what happened. They were voting on legalizing marijuana. The, the vote really? happened today in the, nice. in the Senate. I know way more about American politics than I do about Canadian politics. I think that's true. It's because of Saturday Night Live. We have yeah. versions of Saturday Night Live that are awful. They're like, like can't it's it's live, but it sounds like they're prompting every laugh with the sign oh, like, no. okay, now is the ah, time to laugh. Ah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's not good. It's too bad. We're funny. We're Some of the greatest Canadians comedians funny. have come from Canada. I think so. I like to think Mike so. Mike Myers? Yep. Yep. That, that's it. Jim that's Carrey. That's the list. Jim Carrey. Uh, Jim Carrey's Canadian? Oh, my gosh. Yep. Yep. We'll, 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 we'll claim him. I remember, uh, I think that my dad told me that Robin Williams was Canadian. And it's like, he's so not. Like, he's definitely, definitely not Canadian. But no. we, we were just, like, going on, like, I guess all Canadians, all, pe- all funny people come from Canada. Martin Short. Maybe he just wished. Yeah, Martin Short. That's a good one. Seth Rogen. That's a that's more current. Martin Short. I never really found that that funny. I can't. Think yeah, of he was kind of so. like my my parents' type of humor. You know what I mean? Like my mm-hmm. mom finds him funny. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I can't like you then because my mom laughs at your jokes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, Martin Short. If you're listening, sorry, sorry, oh, so sorry, sorry. Eh? <laughs> I've definitely. I've probably become more. Uh, maybe less Canadian sounding just by doing this podcast. I think if we go back, I think I've probably like transformed my voice because I've like caught myself saying things that, that yeah. sound a little like, sh- like I- shout outs. I'm still working on shout outs. Is very, shout out. I really have to <laughs> like, it's, it's so stupid. Why is it so hard for me? It's, a boot, a boot is pretty bad. Like you don't do, it's a not quite isn't a boot, so bad, but it's yeah. close. Like it's, yeah, and I get the I'm joke. Old. It's most comedy is is funniest when it's like taken to hyperbole to illustrate the point. Like that's why impressions yeah. are so good. You take like the little nuances and you just like, go nuts with them. Sure, right. And that's that's where a boot comes from. I don't think anybody says a boot. <laughs> a space boot. <laughs> but we we take a shortcut on it. Like our mouths kind of just like give up a, a smidge way through. It's just a but like ah, it sucks. A bullet. It's really, it's really stupid. It's okay. I, I, I think it's fine. I find it endearing. Well, Although it, I will say, I think the Midwestern accent is probably the most atta- like most wanted accent because it seems like every newscaster ever is trying their best to be Midwestern, flavorless, the most bland possible. Uh, is Midwestern accent. flavorless? You think? I feel like it is. I mean, other people uh, don't think so, I guess. But I feel like it's the most bland way of talking. There's no real. I mean, I, I've heard that we say things like um, ba- bagel. Like, yeah. I can't even do it. But yeah. bagel or <laughs> or um, bag instead of bag or milk instead of milk. Things like that. Do you like say milk? milk? There's people here who we've had the same conversation in Canada of, of milk. Put, and we, and we smack them. We're just like, what is the matter with <laughs> milk? Milk. No, I say milk. What about sure. roof? Roof? Do you say roof or roof? I say roof, but see, there's a lot of that though because, yeah. like, my mom will say crick instead of creek, which 
right there should tell you the fact that I even know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a we're having some really awesome conversations about um, water formation <laughs> <laughs> in nature. Yeah, going out of the creek. Yeah, the all you're going to all of them. You're like the rivers and the creeks and yep. the ponds, the Just, fjords, the fjords. Oh, the fjords. <laughs> well, I should have asked. I should have asked Alexandra last week in Sweden because that reminds me of a oh, yeah, scene from got, Wayne's World. The fjords got fjords. I am from Sweden. I'm from Jurgen Pjurgen of the Pjurgen oh, Fjords. <laughs> right though, like seriously, some of the names they need oh, to knock. That I should have asked her about off. that. Like, okay, so what did you think about Drew Carey being a Swede? In in uh, she probably wouldn't know that reference. That was definitely Wayne's World. I feel like I'm remembering that wrong, but it's definitely Drew Carey. Not Drew Carey. I'm sorry, Drew Barrymore. Okay, that's what Drew Barrymore. Yeah, like... yeah. It was the sexiest Drew Carey ever looked. Was as a Sweden in I don't, Wayne's World. That's saying a lot because I've always found her not to be that attractive. Honestly, well, I know I, I'm getting controversial. No, controversial. I think you're right. I think I think that one scene was pretty good, but also Scream, not too bad in that sweater. Then she that gets stabbed true. and hanged from the tree with her guts hanging out. Probably yeah, one of the most scarring the scarring scenes of my life. Like of all, really? if any, yeah, that was that was I was in grade seven when when I saw Scream, and I thought everybody's yeah. like, "This movie's hilarious," and I'm like, "Ooh, <laughs> what is that mask and that voice? Why is he murdering these people?" And then I'm like, "Death it's, is forever." Is it okay if I say I'm scared? No, I can't. I gotta be. Mm-hmm. I gotta be a man. Yep. And you're like, "Oh you're yeah, like, there were girls there. We're watching a friend's house on on some giant TV." And yeah, you have to be. I, I, and by trying to tough it out, I have serious psychological problems now. Like th- thirty yeah. years later, uh, it's I all because to, of Scream. Thank you, Drew Barrymore. I used to be afraid of the dark. Yeah, and I still am. Did you ever watch it? Did you guys have that TV show? Are you afraid are you of the afraid dark? Of, are you afraid of the dork? Are you afraid uh, of the dork? <laughs> That'll be my new podcast. Are you afraid of the dork? <laughs> Uh, we did, but I never watched it because I was like, ah, this again, this isn't cartoons. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. turn it we, off. I used to say, believe it or not, I used to say that about hockey. I wanted to watch cartoons and my uncle said, this is the cartoons for adults in Canada. <laughs> he, he actually said that to me. I'm like, huh, I guess that kind of makes sense. It'll I weird never thought of it right? that way. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Uncle Sam. Well, yeah. there are, yeah, I mean... I have. It's weird. I used to be all about cartoons, and now I barely ever watch cartoons at all. I'm so I, I mean, glad I you watched, guys brought it up, though. I watched cartoons until it was kind of like you, you're 18. You really should not be watching SpongeBob SquarePants anymore. What What did you start doing instead? Uh, after that, yeah, I moved in with Jason, and we didn't really have television. We watched movies, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. I gamed uh, mostly and yeah. worked. Then I never got to ask couple. you about that last time. I, you had mentioned that you lived with Jason. We barely talked. We talked about a guy named Matt. We talked about your dad. Let's try and talk yes. about, um, you know, people who we, we could still talk to. Sure, now. sure. Maybe we'll, we'll put it that way. Yeah, I could have been lying the whole time. You don't know because you can't yeah, talk. That's true. That's true. Um, I don't think I can't remember if I asked Jason about this or not. But like, I wanted to talk to you about living with him. Like, yeah. Why'd you do that? Um. I think at that time, I, I mean, I guess I don't really know. I mean, for me personally, it was to get out of my mom's house because mm-hmm. uh, for a long time, everyone always said, oh, you'll live in your mother's basement for the rest of your life just because 
at that time in my life, I didn't have a lot going on. Uh, I, I wasn't even graduated from high school. I, um, I was, I, I didn't actually receive my diploma. Um, I had to do extra courses because I was a terrible student. Yeah, but who didn't? And then you get to be the cool kid, like upgrading afterwards. And you're yeah. like, it's high school, but you're old. And you, well, actually, I guess you guys couldn't drink yet. Here, no. when you upgrade in high school, <laughs> everybody's drunk. That's true. Because you're 18. Yeah, like you're yeah. you're going to you're going to class in the morning and the strip club in the afternoon. What like a that's, life. That's that's a that's all. That's man. probably why you guys have such a great crime rate is because everybody's happy because they're all you're all drunk and mm-hmm, pretty much sliding that's definitely it i can date i can say definitively <laughs> that's the reason damn it you guys We've got all the been secret. smashed since we were 15 years old i love it got out of uh, our system i should have been canadian i knew it i told mm-hmm. my mom yesterday i was just talking about that we're gonna keep sheldon benedict i don't know if you know him from uh quest for pixels but he's here now and we're not letting him leave we're gonna be okay. like that guy from the dark knight who Batman goes to get from China and he brings him back. And like you're trying yeah. to leave, but you, you, we're just going to, we're just going to have Canadian we'll Batman. There's actually a guy named Toronto Batman. He shows up at like comic cons and stuff. We saw him at San Diego comic con. <laughs> he's, he's Batman. He's waving a Canadian flag and yelling Canadian stereotypes at people. He's wow. really funny. Actually it's on Facebook. You can check him out. I will check him out. I will check him out. Um, check him. did I say it like that? <laughs> Son of a no. bitch. No, see, I'm, I'm just, myself. I'm just making it. I'm making it. Uh, no, but now I'm out gonna... to be more than it really is. Oh, look at you out! I can just say out, out about. <laughs> you just did it. I'm proud of you. We're making strides here. Yeah, yeah. This like is about you, now. after all. Apparently, well, I put myself on the right side of the video, so I like I try to like because I feel like the eye goes left to right, so like it's you. Yeah, first. Yeah, it does kind of. Hi. Yeah. So you uh, got it. Oh, I, sh- I, don't I don't know if it's flipped well, or, I don't, or oh. what. I don't know. Yeah, you were flipped yesterday when I was watching, or was it yesterday? We the Gamer cast? Was uh, I? I mean, not We the Gamer cast. Uh, if, if I ran Nintendo. Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Jason and I had a really interesting conversation about it because we were trying to figure out if you were flipped or not because your table was on the other side. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. We oh, did that, a that's lot all of, Discord. Um, we did a lot of... Um, Oh, then nothing makes sense in the background. Like all my yeah. all my letters are backwards and stuff, and you yep. can't tell who anybody is. All the characters they don't look right. I think you're wearing an Edmonton Oilers hat. Yeah, it's right here. I kind of just I, I put it. Um, just, yeah, let me a, see. There's a giant let me picture. See. Yep. Let me see the. Uh, oh no, you're okay. You're not okay. backwards now because I can yep. read it. How about I just? Did you ever wear your hat kind of? Like, this is no. such a weird show. You never wore your hat like this. I still do my hair kind of like that, and you kind of have like that. That's the cool I didn't wear kids. hats. Dude. I didn't wear hats until I was twenty. I couldn't pull it off, man. Probably until I was about twenty-six. Well, I'm jealous. You can pull that hat off. I can't. I can't pull that off. I'm I feel. I feel like off. I'm. I'm sixteen years old wearing Look, this stupid this hat. Is, this is called. I didn't uh, wash my hair this morning, so mm-hmm. I'm going to put a hat on now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that's how I showed up to work today. I had to. I had great. to get in my car and record uh, the Xbox drive, which meant no shower for me. So I just kind of like, this is good enough. And then I got to work and somebody said I look like Tintin. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I, that's kind of mean. Uh, your, well, hair color is all wrong and everything. but That's what I thought. I'm like, what do you, might as well call me like Caillou. Do you guys have Caillou? Oh, yes. We hate Caillou. Oh, he, oh actually, I've heard you guys rant about Caillou now that I, as soon as you said his name. He's always bitching about everything, yeah, man. He's, he's so just, whiny. He's just the worst. He's bald. 
So why'd you live with Jason? You wanted to get out of your mom's basement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanted to get out of my house. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> glad you mentioned that. Um, I wanted. To, well, I didn't actually live in the basement, but you know the metaphor holds course, true. I suppose. Yeah. Or, you spent. Did you spend a lot of time in the basement because we definitely did. Uh, only when I was punished. No, I'm uh, just kidding. Yeah, um, yep. No, our basement was awful. Um, mm-hmm. It was moist and and smelled funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also there was lots of chores to be done, like laundry. So I stayed away from there. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, I just – I don't know. One day I just kind of was like – it was one of those things where Jason had moved into the apartment and, you know, I kept talking about how, you know, once I'm fiscally able to do so, I mm-hmm. will move in with you. But there was no real goal set there. It was just kind of like whenever I felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then I eventually realized that's probably never going to happen. I should just move. And so that's what I did. Yep. You so figure it pa- out. Packed up you know all the stuff that i had so my computer movies that is it yeah exactly my dvd collection Mm -hmm. and uh and off i went and uh remember when moving was awesome like that though because you basically just got to like look at all of your amazing stuff like where's the my biggest cardboard box so i can load up my 400 dvds where where's that I, I feel like that was DVDs you guys. I never watched again. <laughs> like, right? why do I? Why do I have all these DVDs? I never watched them again. I'm pretty sure I still have Dickie Roberts on DVD. I got it from Columbia House. Dickie Roberts. It's a uh, David Spade movie. It's an awful. That's like it's like oh, in the in the vein of like Joe Dirt and uh, uh, whatever Rob Schneider was doing at the time. Like it's that yes. kind of just like like F grade. Not it's like below D. <laughs> like it's just it's awful awful stuff. Just. But you needed 11. You needed to pick a whole bunch because then, you know, you get signed up for that Columbia house. That's true. It's a good That's deal. True. It's really it is stupid. a great deal. I still have them. They're, all, they're in the other room. How, when's the last time you watched it? I haven't even, like, inserted. A de- I, I accidentally hit the eject button on my on my car CD, my CD player, and I forgot my car had a CD player. Why is Alanis Morissette in here? Holy well, it was crap. Maroon 5. I was like, oh, oh goodness. <laughs> I was afraid you were going to say something that that dated you, but uh, oh, that's actually, pretty... Alanis Morissette was one of my first uh, compact discs. I bought Alanis Morissette and Coolio on the same on the back. It would have been like 1996, I think. Wow, Coolio! Gang- now there's a... paradise. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I remember my mom heard that compact for the first time. Disc. She just she couldn't believe her ears. There's so many and this and <laughs> f that. That's now, not, okay. That's not what I just so you up know. For. Everyone's impre- everyone's mom impression that I do is always a Jewish grandmother, but I love it. <laughs> oh, Sean, mm-hmm. how can you listen to such awful music? Mm-hmm. It's so I just don't understand all these words. <laughs> it's so offensive. What's, it's so offensive. Oh my god. <laughs> I hope to tell like when Lincoln grows up, I want to tell him stories about as if I'm saying like like my mom's still here. She's very healthy. Um, but even still, like he, he will be able to know what she sounds like, but I won't, I won't tell stories like that. But like, it's so weird, Lincoln, like when you're, when you're Nana, she, she's Nana, uh, Chelsea's mom is grandma, which is very confusing yes. uh, because it's Nana and grandpa. My dad is grandpa. My mom is Nana. Chelsea's mom is just her. Her dad passed away as we talked about before. Uh, and it's a grandma. It would be much easier if it was grandma, grandpa, and then Nana separately. Anyways, that's, yes. that's that layout. That's a whole nother thing. That's a whole that. But I want to sound, you know, when, when Nana was, uh, when, when, uh, when, when daddy was a boy, Nana would say to him, Oh, Sean, how can you listen <laughs> to this music? This, this Coolio and corn. <laughs> Don't know why. What are you talking about dad? 
Yeah. <laughs> My dad hearing corn for the first time, I'll never forget. He was just beside himself. How could you listen to this? I remember, like, I remember going to a corn concert in 1999 or 2000. I can't remember what side oh, of the oh, end of the boy. world we were on. But yeah, my, my parents said, definitely, definitely not. You're going out going to that concert. And then my friends all like pitched in. They bought it for me for my, for my birthday present. It was the best <laughs> Screw time. Screw you. Yeah, Screw you can't control me. My friends <laughs> have money. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch Animaniacs and listen to Corn. You jerk. Um, I'm like two very opposite things, I must say. Oh, what's, what's this? What's this parental units? I got two tickets to paradise it looks like well it's only one ticket and it's to corn but you understand the reference i'm making mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now well, uh, papa roach open for them you remember papa <laughs> roach? oh boy oh, cut your life into times, pieces mm-hmm. i'm wow. feeling feelings and emotions mm-hmm. yeah suffocation so no breathing that's a that's a can we <laughs> hang on that's a second yeah, yeah, can we can can we bust out the old uh, the old keyboard the, the mechanical keyboard let's last resort lyrics well and you got to remember too at the beginning it was caught more life into pieces like mm-hmm. it's the most ridiculous like over produced could you make it sound a little more ridiculous yeah i think you could do that yeah i and think then, so boom. i think we got it yeah. <laughs> second try. <laughs> second try. okay Th- this is this is how far we've come with music everybody this was on all the time everywhere it wasn't even just like rock um, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip to the to the verse because it yeah oh my god it's awful cut my life into pieces I've reached my last resort suffocate no that's still the chorus what how when do you finally get to the verse it's just <laughs> <laughs> I never do uh that's the whole song apparently in repeat because uh, I'm losing my sight losing my mind wish somebody would t- this is just an awful awful song it's and- the first it's the first song to only have choruses <laughs> yes There's- do you even care if I die bleeding would it be no. wrong would it be right if I took my life tonight chances are that I might mutilation out of sight and I'm contemplating suicide that's like mainstream shit no wonder our parents worried about us yeah and we're just like suicide (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's uh that's what we were raised in lincoln listen listen to daddy's oldies from i actually yeah that's the funny thing i listen to my parents oldies now most of the time yeah music used to be like melodic i don't want to say yeah, yeah. I don't want to say fun, but at least thought provoking. You can do the twist to it. Yeah, do a little shimmy and shake. Yeah, <laughs> just get him with that. Hey, so why do you live with Jason? Oh, um, I don't know. We moved in together. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I kind of wanted it to be like we we get to the end of our time. We'd be like, well, we'll get to Jason next time. Yeah, Maybe yeah, get, yeah. It could carry over into because he'll be on the next. Well, the the next episode after this one, the next Patreon yes, bonus yes. one, he'll be able to. Okay, no, I, we're gonna behave ourselves and we're gonna get through the hard hitting eh, questions. Okay, I'm taking off my pants now. <laughs> okay, I'm a really. I mean, I I I was it really an apartment easy. that you guys moved into together? Like, yes, how, yeah, yeah. We lived in in an apartment. It was one kind bedroom. of like a yes, one bed, <laughs> one <laughs> one one life. To live, because mm-hmm. um, I'm losing my sight, losing my mind, etc., yeah, etc. You're gonna jump into Creed. <laughs> oh yeah, that does sound like a Creed song. I was uh, gonna sing one, but to the tune of "What If." Wong, oh, Wong. 
Oh, that's good. That's a good tune. That's no, it's really. They're bad. all good tunes. No, no they're, they're really good, not. They're it's, all good tunes, as the tunes. British tunes. Um, oh, no, gosh. okay. So I, I moved in apartment. Um, yeah, because oh, here's the hard hitting truth, Sean. Um, we kind of had shitty friends. Yeah. Um, in in the past, kind of came and went. Um, we had. A, I've talked a little bit. I've hinted on sort of uh, an elitist sect within our um, gaming group that kind of, I don't know, caused a rift uh, in some of the more, I would say Jason and I, not not to, to be mean or anything, but I would mm-hmm. say at the time we were the more stable, normal people in our group, yeah. whereas uh, we had some elitist and then we also had some... Um, people that just kind of needed to get their life together. Like, I I don't mean that to say it in a mean way, but Mm -hmm. you know, they're they're the kind of friends who just kind of come in and out of your life and they're not really dependable. And you're just kind of like, cool, you know, I'll Mm -hmm. see you in another three months or talk to you in another three months or whatever. Um, so him and I just kind of gravitate gravitated towards one another because we just had the least problems hanging out and being friends as weird as that sounds. So, uh, that's kind of why it just eventually moved into us living together. It was kind of a natural progression from there. Mm-hmm. And um, we lived together for about a year. It was great times. We drank way too much and there was debauchery. Yeah. Um, and uh, after that, by that point, I had met my future wife and um, she's from the future. Not mm-hmm. that she's my wife. That She's makes my, sense. That future. makes sense. She showed up like in a parking lot naked and then yeah. grabbed somebody's bike in their clothes. Yeah. Give me a close. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like a Austrian bodybuilder. Yes. She Sexy. looks like one too. Yeah. Yeah. Teach her own. And she hits me if I get out of line. Oh my goodness. Um, she can reload a shotgun like son of a bitch. <laughs> that's a that spin. I still haven't seen anything like it. That needs to be in a game. Somebody needs to reload a shotgun like that. I feel like it was in Gears of War, wasn't it? I don't know if it was that cool. Especially riding a motorcycle. Oh, maybe. Maybe there was a, a scene in Gears of War. Well, yeah. Right. Not riding a motorcycle. Yeah, that's- you just can't, though. Like, that's the thing. Is if Even if you, somebody else tries it, it's like, oh, it's a Terminator thing. Right. Well, if I do it, I'm going to for sure blow my own head off while I, you know, I'm doing it. Oh, God. <laughs> Worst time. No, that's too, like, that's too violent and uh, and glorious. All you, it would just be stupid. You'd actually, like, hit yourself and give yourself, like, a yeah, bruise in a really weird place. Like, you give yourself, like, a phallic-looking bruise along the cheek. And it's like, hey, man. I'm just, yes. Watch your boyfriend do that? Yeah. Is there any better um, villain than the T-1000? Has there been a better villain? I don't think so. Maybe the bad guy from True Lies. You know, I've never seen True Lies. What? I'm totally kidding. That's, by the way, before we get onto that, totally (laughs) kidding. That's not even, but I love True Lies. How have you not seen True Lies? The bridge is out. I I want to see it. Stop it. Don't oh, ruin this for me. Jamie Lee Curtis in the scene, she's like trying to trying to seduce him, and it's all weird because he's like he made a French guy record these things. He's got his little cassette player, and he's he's trying to make her do the things, but not give away that it's her. It sounds like Home Alone. It is kind of like Home Alone, but with adults. It's like James Cameron <laughs> did a. Is that my favorite James Cameron movie? I don't know, man. 
So, uh, so living with Jason, yeah. was he mad? Was he mad when you when you met this lady? Because like you know how like twenty oh, no, year old no. guys are like, how dare you leave me? You can't you can't go get in a relationship. What a no. what a bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, there wasn't too much of that. Although we do um, we do make little jabs at each other because there is that there is that culture to a certain extent, which to me is hilarious. I find to that a funny. huge extent. Yeah, and so. Uh, I always joke about like, oh man, it's kind of funny that we have to ask our wives to go do something. But mm-hmm. the the thing that those people are missing is that you, when you're in a marriage, not to get all serious all of a sudden, but no, it's like a, the, the thing that the thing that you have to realize when you get married, and uh, it took me a while to realize, was that uh, it's a team, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you can say that all you want, but really, it comes down to communication. Yep. And so when you have to ask your wife to do something, it's not real. Your dudes, your dude friends are all like, "Oh, you're you're pussy whip, man. You got you got to ask your wife to go do something." It's like, no, I have to tell her where I'm going to be and that I'm thinking about leaving the house for two hours, mm-hmm. and and I need to make sure that she doesn't have anything else planned. Or you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, what a great I, lesson to like teach kids, though. Like I don't like nobody. Nobody warned no. me about that part of life. And I don't know if that's – I don't hold that against anybody. Apparently, I say against weird too. Against. Against. Against, yeah, against. like like uh, yeah. Chris Jericho. Never again. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Uh, do you ever think of this as sort of getting into parenting a little bit too? Because like I, I would love to just keep track of the like random things. And my memory isn't good enough that I'll like, oh, here's the parenting moment where I t- get to teach – this thing that I wanted to yeah. pass along. I don't, I don't have any proverbs or, or, or stories um, right. to say. So I always, I, I feel like I'm going to forget all these like great things that I want to pass down. And I think it's really unfortunate, but I think also the the teaching stops at a certain point where you kind of get them through maybe elementary, junior high. And then it's kind of like high school or middle school or whatever you end up calling it. Yeah. But the latter end. Probably. Yeah. Like, the, then you just sort of like start figuring things out on your own. And you're like, well, this is when things get serious. Like I need to, know, I need to know how to like manage a bank account or how to yeah. do taxes and stuff. And hi, um, how do I get or, a credit card? Like what's a credit score? Like yeah. serious things like that. How insurance so, works. <laughs> oh, or doesn't. Am I right? Oh yes. Yes. I, I learned that. That's why I bring it up because I'm still learning stuff like that. I'm just mm-hmm. like, Mom, how maybe does, that's how a brother I... thing, though. Maybe that's like a sibling thing to kind of warn the next one of, you know, you may be getting serious about getting into a fa- or starting a family or like trying out relationships in a in a different way. Like it starts to feel a little bit different. Like moving in is different, and yeah. your friends aren't gonna like it. And like for me, Lucas, I don't know, but like it sounds like you guys had each other for that, like. In my group, we had, a, we had a large group of friends. We all hit that point at very different times, and we all gave each other the worst time ever. Like oh, it was, no. it was, it was awful. Like really, really brutal stuff of people being really horrible and talk behind each other's back and abandoning oh, them. No. And yeah. uh, it sucked, man. But nobody, nobody warns you, or even like, um, not even that you should be warned that it might happen to you. It's 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 actually the opposite that your friends are going to go off and do their thing. So let them like encourage them. Yeah. That's the thing is, well, when you, if your friends are the ones that are left, I mean, cause I mean, they, they probably feel threatened. Nobody wants to be like, look, if you have a group of five friends and the last guy is still single at 35 or whatever. Yeah. 
you know, they're kind of like, oh, now I'm the only person left and all my friends are married with children and I'm still single and going to the bar by myself or mm. whatever. That's an extreme example. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that has something to do with it. But also, like you said, it's a mob mentality, though, I think, because I think you're right. It depends yeah. on like the size of the group. And, and for us, it was definitely like this. There's 15 of us. So like, pff, look at this loser. And yeah. you kind of go, oh, hang on a second. My parents don't drink every single weekend, so maybe I don't <laughs> right? need to do that. Like, we all kind of, like, came to that realization that eventually kids are going to happen. And if I want to be even, like, close to as great as my parents were, I should probably look at what worked out for them. Like, yeah. not spending $400 in a weekend uh, at the bar because yeah. that's stupid and you could you, you can actually be productive on a Sunday morning. That's mm-hmm. an amazing thing, too. Or you could eventually just have your kids and then shoot um, battle the beer videos on the internet. Yeah, exactly. You can do that I mean, instead. You find a way to make it work. That's the important thing. Just because mm-hmm. you get married doesn't mean I've, some of the saddest things I've ever heard are people who give up their hobbies because, you know, that's temporary though. Don't you think either the hobby comes back or the marriage breaks? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is depending on yeah where the actual problem other factors lies. and yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, and I mean, the the thing is, is it's always fluctuating. You'll have good times, you'll have bad times, and you'll have time to do the things you like to do, and then you'll you won't won't have as much time to do the things that you like to do, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of the stuff I like to do takes place at my house. So mm-hmm. you know, gaming, uh, craft beer. You know, I don't have to really leave. I don't do any like sports or anything like that. But um, so it's kind of easy. Ninety four. Don't cut yourself oh, yeah, short. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, get, get my thumb a workout. Mm-hmm. Connects versus thumbs. the Whalers. Yeah. I, we're not going to talk about that game. <laughs> it's so bad for the Whalers. Um, I have so, a Whalers cap somewhere upstairs. I definitely have a oh, really? Hartford Whalers cap. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I like, it's Taking one of my favorites. Taking cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the unfortunate thing is we're all maturing at different levels and do you, you know? do you have any friends who've like had their marriages come and go? Yes. Like, is that, Cause like, that's the other part about growing up. That's sort of strange. And I, I, I feel like we will always be able to say we are, cause we are always growing up. We're always getting old, but there's like that time where you're moving out. Everybody's moving out. Then there's a time when like everybody's getting married and you've got like this summer of like all these weddings and everything. Then everybody's having babies. And then like Sometimes people's <laughs> marriages are falling apart and yeah th- and and for me like it's it's that along with like friends parents are dying. Like that's yeah. where that's where we're at where it's like the the weddings have gone away. Now we're hitting funerals and that sucks. Yeah. Um I've had one whose marriage ended and it was pretty messy but it was for the better. And yeah. then I have one friend who's uh I didn't meet him until film school, but uh his marriage was on the rocks for quite some time and they managed to reel it in, but it as far as I understand it's not getting much better, but it's not mm-hmm. getting much worse, so they're kind of in this weird limbo stage where things are just kind of staying the same after this mm-hmm. one big event that happened. Uh he actually came and lived here with us for about six months while he got oh, uh, wow. his life back together. Cause he almost, yeah, he almost committed suicide and he's Jeez. not, you know, he, I don't think he'd care that I'd say that cause he pretty much talks about it openly. So I don't know who you're talking about. So yeah, exactly. Um, but 
yeah, it, it is it is uh, kind of amazing. And then just hearing from, you know, Jason and the people that he knows uh, and talks to me about is like, I don't know. I'm a pretty laid back guy. Mm-hmm. I, I find it hard to really fight about things. I mean, I do have my triggers, obviously, as anybody does. But mm-hmm. for the most part, some of the stuff that people argue about is so ridiculous and and uh, or could have been avoided. Like my one friend who was divorced for the better. They just had a completely different philosophy for life. Uh, one was religious. One wasn't. One wanted kid, kids. One really didn't want oh, kids. Oh, yeah. That's, so, you got to talk about that. Yeah. And I think, he, honestly, I think he just settled. So mm-hmm. part of it, I think, is knowing yourself. And that's important as well is to know um, just being honest with yourself and, mm-hmm. and really evaluating where you're at in life. And just that's a, that's a skill that's really hard, actually. Because you can lie to yourself and not even know it, but mm-hmm. um, you know, it really takes a lot of courage to sit down and not just say like, "What do I want?" but like, "What's best for me?" Mm-hmm. And not in a, um, not in a, um, uh, a sort of way that makes you like, "Oh, I just, I just want money," <laughs> you know, you know what yeah. I mean? Not in a way that makes you. S- seem like a dick but like maybe it's better for you to stay with the person who's religious even though you're not and uh, maybe that helps you figure some things out you know whatever it is Mm -hmm. but you know that i think that kind of plays into what we were talking about earlier as well well it is it does and i wanted to sort of and even like going back to living with jason the fact that you guys like i don't know how uh explicitly you had mentioned hey we're on the same wavelength about like life and decisions and what is the right path. But like something brought you guys together and I wanted to sort of like prompt you what you might think of like, what is in it? Like, is it luck? Is it fate? Is it actual decision-making conscious decision-making that like it's a split decision uh, or like this uh, in a, in a parallel universe, you're not living with Jason, you're living with Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. No, that really could be. Yeah. I actually believe in fate to a certain degree. Um, I'm not particularly religious, not to get like religious on here, but um, I do believe that there is some sort of fate or direction that kind of guides us because I do feel like I I often think about those things. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people do think about like uh, what it would have been like if I would have married my high school sweetheart at, you know, age 18 or, you know, something like that. Or if like that pregnancy scare was real. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. exactly. Or if I would have lived with my friend Matt, who did plenty of drugs and obviously ended up in a bad way. Yeah. Um, so I do believe that to a certain degree, if you're willing to let fate kind of guide you, uh, you'll end up where you're supposed to be. You know, well, that's a, that's um, a really like easy and I don't know, I'm going to play devil's advocate because I also believe ahead, that too. But as somebody who like, because I, I think we're both, we can speak to that from a very similar place. We both have we have a son we're happily married we're podcast like we're we are the same person lucas i like, feel we're, that we're pretty just we're just flipped. like my <laughs> last name has two syllables your first name has two syllables your last name has one my first name we're just flipped we are the parallel universe that's true so, so we're the same so the the reason for this little tangent is we get to say i think fake takes you takes you to the place that you're supposed to be and it's like well it's not everybody ends up in that that place, that happy place, or even like there, like I think we've both been through like roller coasters in the past. And when you're in that dark time, you're like, is this what fate wanted for me? Like, or whatever the, whatever guiding force. It's like, why this? So 
I think that's an interesting it's it's a it's an interesting uh, conversation to have with yourself at a micro level, but then on the macro level where you go like, well, there's somebody in the in the dumps over there, like he's totally homeless. Like, why did fate take that person? I don't know. Like, I think I don't I don't know if that's necessary. If we're even saying what's predetermined or what um, what takes us into and what presents various opportunities for us to dis- make decisions and then set us down paths. I think it's a combination of both. I think you just have to be good to be lucky and lucky to be good. Yes, that is true. There probably is a bit of luck uh, involved, especially when you're, you know, living life kind of by the seat of your pants like I did for a long time. I mean, I kind of just fell into this because I didn't really I didn't know I did a lot of growing up. Uh, I actually feel like I'm behind when it comes to being responsible and being um, somebody who isn't. only concerned about themselves and their needs. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So, does I being think, a dad accelerate that though? Uh, I think, well, it definitely causes you to <laughs> look at two roads, right? Or, you mm-hmm. you know, it splits the path. Yep. And you either have to go really hard in one direction or the other. You either have to say, all right, I'm willing to give up the things I like to do and have a lot less time doing them or I'm willing to stop being an alcoholic or stop doing drugs or whatever so that I can take care of my gambling, whatever it is, whatever Mm -hmm. the problem that you're big or small, whatever it is you're dealing with, you're willing to sacrifice that to go down the other path that says you're going to be a father that is there for their kid in you know, growing up in 20 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those types of decisions, whether we like to be honest with ourselves or, or not, and a lot of people I think don't want to be honest with themselves. Yeah. Uh, I sometimes don't want to be, but when I am, you know, that's, that's where growth occurs. I feel like, um, I feel like those are what, those are those choices that either you once again, go towards kind of where you're meant to be or you shy away from it Mm -hmm. and um i've seen enough examples of that in my life where like that friend who uh should have been divorced and it's kind of a good thing uh he worked a horrible job that caused him a lot of anxiety for years and years couldn't get a job that he um actually deserved and uh eventually he was i mean he applied to multiple jobs and kept getting turned down kept getting turned down And eventually he got a job in um, Indiana, so he had to move, but he's so much happier now. And I can actually Mm -hmm. hear it in his voice when we – Right. um, You know, obviously we're gaming over the internet now, but um, like he just sounds like a happier dude. Mm -hmm. And I think when you find yourself in those places where you're like, certainly this couldn't possibly be where I was meant to end up. Like why why am I the person who has such a terrible life right now? Yeah. Yeah. you know, sometimes it is just waiting it out, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and other times it's making the right decision. And like you said, it sometimes it comes down to luck. It's mm-hmm. just it's a whole combination of things that unfortunately we don't understand as human beings. Yeah, we need, to, we need to, to access that fourth dimension, man. We, we definitely. I'm working on it. Dude. Yeah, just get into like get in behind the bookshelf. Exactly. And start knocking things over and stuff. And I, I want to like very quickly touch on this, and then um, yeah, I have a couple. I want to talk about humble humble bundle. Oh, for sure. Uh, but you before get we get to humble, humble bundle, humble bundle, because <laughs> I need to get your your promo code out there. Because yeah. um, I I think you're right. I think and I I li- I have lived by this sort of like mantra, this like ide- ideologies or set of ideologies for for quite some time of being very honest with 
myself about myself about decisions and and my actions and activities and things like that but there is what i've what i very recently learned and december was was the worst time for me was like i i was like i actually canceled on uh gay patillo who was from married to the games i canceled like five ten minutes before we went on because i just couldn't get myself out of bed to move or even fake i've done you are episode 136 we started doing this style at episode 10 I've done this 120 some odd times of mm-hmm. just like one on one. You'd think I could just fake it. And I just, I couldn't even do it. And so yeah. what I learned coming out of that was I was being a little too honest with myself. I was being a little too hard on myself of setting these weird expectations of being a dad and being a husband and like providing and doing the, the perfect thing at the right time all the time was like, maybe not the best like it was being it was being honest with myself but too much so through that and i think the bounce back is is going to be finding where is appropriate because you don't want to be like well i don't want to ever look at myself ever again look how sad i was that was really stupid (laughs) so I'll, i'll just you know hide in this room and podcast all the time that's not the right answer either right but yeah that's sort of just that is maturing is is tweaking and not being like set in stone on one way or another going mm, that didn't quite work so maybe i'll try this and maybe that's yeah. kind of okay this is good let's keep doing this so for me it is a lot of i'm like writing things down more because it gets it out of my head onto a piece of paper and going well, that's stupid. sure that's not that's not real yeah. um being grateful being like good and like it it it's like positivity breeds positivity and i'm mm-hmm. i'm feeling more like myself so that's, and I hope that, I think that's what a lot of people experience too, is they get down on themselves because they're not feeling themselves. And then that's a kind of a sick spiral to go down. Yeah. Like, well, you yeah. need to be, you got to be you for you. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like a lot of people are tr- going into that a mm-hmm. little bit. Uh, I feel like people are, there's like an expectation to be a certain way, especially when you have a family and you have a child and you're trying to kind of. I don't want to say keep up with the Joneses, but at least make it look like you have every all your ducks in a row. So you know what you're doing, right? You've done this a thousand times before. No, yeah, right? Like nobody knows <laughs> what they're doing. Exactly. Um, but I think, like for me, one of the biggest things is is coming to the realization that, um, for instance, being uh, honest with myself, where I started to wonder. Am I not going to things because I don't want to go to them or am I not doing or going to things because I have social anxiety and it's keeping me from uh, – oh, for instance, um, so I do film work and it's a gig-based thing and sometimes you'll get calls and you won't know anybody on the set or anything mm-hmm. and that scares me. I'm just like – Oh, I'm going to show up and I don't, I'm not going to know anybody and I'm not, I don't know who to talk to or I'm going to make an idiot out of myself. And so I'll find reasons to like not do those jobs or whatever. And then I think back on it and I'm like, did I really not want to do it? Or, or like, was it really the reason that I said it was, or yeah. is it because I was just too scared because I didn't know anybody and I had social anxiety? Like mm-hmm. that's one of the big things recently that I've kind of learned. Oh, that's this feeling I'm having is I don't want to do this because I'm just scared, so to speak. And yeah. I've been able to overcome that to a certain degree now, but cause now How I just don't do care. <laughs> I stopped caring. Honestly, um, a good, a really dumb example is I've been struggling with this. 
I'm I'm turning into a dad, like for sure, because <laughs> I've been struggling with this like thing that's happening to me where I'm like now turning I'm a into dad. a dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I got a dad bod, and I'm like, where did this come from? <laughs> um, so there was this guy. There was this guy uh, in um, where was I? I was at. I was waiting somewhere, and uh, I was. Oh, that's right. I was at the pharmacy. And there's this guy there, and he made a joke about how he moved across the street because his address had changed. He said, yeah, I moved across the street. <laughs> I say things like that as well, and I've been doing it more and more increasingly. And the the, per, the little part in the back of my brain that says these people don't care about the things I'm saying. They just want to get to the next person mm. because it's a pharmacy and they're super busy. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here expecting to have like a 30-minute a chat with this person. Like that has come to the forefront of my mind more and more. Um, mm. I get frustrated when I try to have an interaction with people and I just kind of get stonewalled. And I'm just like – I'm just like, man, that person must really be having a, a, a awful day or something. Cause like totally like not wanting to have uh, human interaction or, you know, something that uh, like I, I made an offhand handed comment about, Oh my gosh, I actually have like uh, money in my wallet as opposed to using my card. Like that never right. happens. And it happens mm-hmm. to be the, almost the exact uh, change I need. The person was just like, Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And and I'm like, maybe Super. I'm the problem. <laughs> no, that's the worst. That drives me crazy is when somebody else is acting – and this applies to so many different situations of either somebody's rude or they're whatever, inconsiderate, incapacitate, or, or they stonewall you, all these different things. And you're like – and they're the ones who are acting inappropriately, but they make you feel like you're doing something wrong. You're like, that's not right. And it's like, wh- why do I have to have that conversation with myself? Yeah, I'm like, what's wrong with true. me? Like, you have that conversation with yourself, you jerk. One of my biggest pet peeves, this is not nearly on the same level, but big pet peeve of mine is when I approach um, like like a cashier or something like that, uh-huh. your job is to say hello first. I am approaching yes. you. You no, say hello. True. Or have a nice day. Like, I'll end the conversation. And I'm like, aren't you supposed to say that? But I'll, I'll say it because otherwise, what are we doing here? <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Sometimes I'll make it a game of like, if you're not saying hello, then I'm not either. See, so yeah, enjoy this. Yeah. Is that a dad thing? I feel like it is. It's like, get off my lawn, you damn kids. Well, no, it's more like to make, making bad dad jokes or like going out of your way to, to, to like, I don't know, make small talk, I guess. That's how I look at it. It's like, these people aren't here to make small talk with me, but they, in a way, if you want me to feel better about like what you're doing, your service or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. in your yeah. job, like just be a human, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like be a human being that responds to things and not, I don't know, just cold and, and like, let's just get to the next person. So I well, can that's get- why I do this show. That's why this is like, it is. I, I hate small talk. I can't stand it. So if our interaction is predetermined and predestined to be small talk in that uh, it's a yeah. cashier, it's that temporary, like make that as good as possible. I don't want that to be any worse than it should be. I want that like um, when, I'm, when I'm buying my coffee at McDonald's, please say hello to me because this <laughs> is just weird that I'm in my car driving up to you. Please let's try and like put some normalcy to this. Well, this is that- a strange interaction. That goes for the people in the cars too, because if you're the type of person who doesn't even look up from your phone as you're sitting in, which shouldn't even be on your phone, but if you're like 
yeah, thanks, and then throw the money at them or whatever. You're yep. part of the problem too, my friend. Well, yes, let's all be honest. Um, 95% of us were doing that 15, 20 years ago or whatever it was, like, or a job very similar like it. Or yeah. maybe we should have. I don't know. Like we all, we've all come from somewhere. Anyways, that's a whole other thing. What's um, uh, what's what's with Humble Bundle this month? I don't think that it's good. <laughs> uh, what is it? The three? Well, there was the Mafia Three. There's God Eater or something. Oh, that's coming up. Yeah, that's um, that's the April. Bundle. So you're saying the, okay? You're so so you're saying the one that uh, just came out? Yeah, we need to get the. The only reason I, I'm bringing this up mainly just so that I hear your keyboard in this episode. Well, you know, you only got to ask, and I'll I'll, mm-hmm. I'll touch my keyboard. Yeah, can t- you can you type out the lyrics to Papa Roach's? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually don't. I don't want anybody no. to see that those lyrics on your screen. No, like, what is- should have to- <laughs> did I just stumble upon Lucas's secret journal? What are <laughs> oh, these my entries? goodness. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a lot of issues, man. He's talking about his friends being horrible, and this guy's talking about ending it all. Um, yeah. So let's see. What did we have? Uh, March 2018, Overgrowth. Don't know what that is. Lost Castle. Don't know what that is. Yeah, see, exactly. that, here's the thing. They were banking on Dark Souls 3. Especially yeah. because they made it the um, the early unlock, and they're trying to draw people in. Splasher, don't know what that is. Uh, Aviary Attorney, don't know what that is. Last it sounds day of June. amazing. It could be funny. It could be funny. Uh, last day of June, don't know what that is. Uh, Holy potatoes were in space. I only know because I have the first game thanks to Humble Bundle. <laughs> What's the first game? Where are they? Holy potatoes were. Like in the ocean? Uh, holy potatoes uh it's a weapon holy shop zucchinis like that oh, <laughs> zucchinis are a lie perpetrated by the vegetable a big vegetable <laughs> um so but how, this, much, how much do you think you spend at hum, on humble bundle a year uh, well i mean monthly is 12 bucks a month so there's that so there's there's 144 so, bucks yeah, and then probably an extra $40 on top of that. Because you, you get that so? sweet 10% discount. So I'm pretty sure I've bought some stuff, uh, whether they be humble or whether they be bundles or, uh, you know, just their shop. I uh, bought Her Story for $1.61 in uh, December. Have you played it? I, I'm maybe a couple hours into it, and I don't remember what my next keyword I need to search is. Yeah. So I don't I know if little, I can finish that. I was kind of let down by. It. I mean, I knew what it was, but I I don't know. I I guess I felt like I would enjoy it more than I really did. I, I, I dug I, it. I, I definitely thought it was cool. I just yeah. I don't it, know, man. I I have attention deficit disorder, so it's like when I come back to something, I'm just like, what the hell was I doing? I don't even remember. But oh, here man. was the thing I was gonna say. But then you look at January or even February, and then you got Tomb Raider, which I already own, Sleeping Dogs, which I already own, mm-hmm. uh, The Long Dark, which I already own. But those are all like really great. Uh, Dawn of War three also good. Quantum Break, I don't know how that fared, but yeah, Game it, of the Year according to John Wall from Mega Dads. <laughs> well, I'll I'll play it and I'll set the record straight for sure. Is um, this is this basically your go to as a PC gamer? For those of you who don't know, for those people who don't know, what is what is Humble Bundle? Because I've had this come up too. I think we were talking okay. about it on if we were on Nintendo and Aaron Doherty's like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. So, so Humble Bundle is uh, well, they started out just bundling together uh, games, I believe, um, mostly indie games, and then it kind of turned into um, they started bundling more AAA titles and stuff. 
to to give to charity. So you'd pay twelve bucks. A certain percentage of that would go to Humble Bundle. A certain percentage would go to the developers, and then the last percentage would go to um, whatever charity that that bundle is for. Or you mm-hmm. could choose sometimes, and you would you would always be able to kind of uh, they had sliders, so you could specify exactly how much was going where. Um, now they've kind of turned into more of like a service where you have your humble monthly, which is kind of a blind box of games where they kind of tell you, I feel like they tell you the best games, the early unlocks. If you pay ahead of time, you get, uh, like, uh, dark souls three, for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get, once it finally unlocks, you get, uh, six other games or five other games or something like that. And, um, They've now expanded to books and uh, gosh. The books are the tempting thing for me. I could definitely become a hoarder of books where I'm like, I have just as, I'm just as likely to read that book as I am to buy those 13 or to play those 13 games that came in the bundle. Like neither, neither of those are happening, but this is, I'm te- I, I want to read more. That's something that I, yeah. I definitely regret. And uh, as much as I enjoyed doing all of this, it's like every now and then I'm like, cause I basically like, we started this at, at eight o'clock which was about seven minutes after I handed Lincoln to Chelsea. So it was like, get home, walk the dogs, eat dinner, bath Lincoln, uh, read him a story, hand him to Chelsea, podcast, play games, then go to bed. (laughs) I'm like, maybe I should read something somewhere in there. So Humble Bundle, I think I need to do that. I think that may be, if I spend money on it, surely I'll do it. You want to know what my secret is? Yeah, no sleep. No, no, I, I get plenty of, I try to get the most sleep I possibly can. Um, I take baths. No kidding. Mm. I, I, I t- I'll take a 30 minute bath before I go to bed and I'll read. Um, because I won't read. I'll, I, I never just sit down and read. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't have a reading nook or anything. You need like a that. chair. You need a nice sweet chair and a pipe. Yes, that's You're true. Reading pipe. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I am reading, um, uh, I got for Christmas the the collected works of um, H.P. Lovecraft because a lot of people will talk about how much of an H.P. Lovecraft fan they are, right? But not very many people have actually gone out of their way to to read the the text, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you've got some beef. Do you have beef with H.P. Lovecraft? I have no idea what it is. I, you don't it's know funny, what, It's okay. funny to me that you say like a lot of people will say that they're fans. I'm like – that nope. surprises. Okay, so hang on. Cthulhu. Okay, HP. I'm, 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 I'm hanging even, on. No, I, I don't have to hang on. I'm not even in the right field. <laughs> Why am I texting uh, or writing? Yeah, I just I just sent a Lovecraft Skype. to my dad on yeah, exactly. Messenger. He's like, uh, Sean, um, are you listening to Papa He's Roach like, again? why is he typing this? <laughs> oh, no, all dads are super serious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sean, we uh, we need to have a talk. <laughs> oh, yeah, we need to have a talk, Sean. You're, we're starting to worry about you. Your dad is getting really worried. His ulcer has been acting <laughs> up. Oh, no. Oh, ulcers are awful. Oh, I didn't even get to ask you about any of that stuff. Oh, I'm such oh, an idiot. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Let's. Well, I want to talk here. about your health. H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, he made Cthulhu. <laughs> the end. <laughs> okay. So Cthulhu. Everyone health? loves Cthulhu. H.P. Lovecraft is part of that. But he's written so much more. Tons of short stories. And I thought to myself, 
you know, if I'm going to say that I like this stuff, I should probably be familiar with the the works. Mm-hmm. Um, my health is okay. I'm working on my weight loss. Uh, it's been tough uh, just because I, I, I'm kind of – I was talking about it a little bit in the, uh, the chat on uh, Discord. But basically I started – I have this tendency to go all in or nothing. Yep. And so when I start, I'm like, I need to do P90X and I need to make sure I'm logging all my food and mm-hmm. I need to, you know, weigh myself every single minute and all this stuff. And I need to, I need to get 800 Fitbits and put them all over my body so I know exactly <laughs> how many calories. I'm, Two on each ankle. Yeah. Um, Daisy chain a few around my neck. Yes, exactly. Oh, a sweet <laughs> choker. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Talk about 90s. Um, mm-hmm. So. What's old uh, is new again. I had to I had to step back and be like, all right, what's working for me? Because I was I don't know I was just I was feeling weird while I was trying to work out and also diet. I, I was keeping track of my calories, and a lot of that came through because of um, my gallbladder issues, which just mm-hmm. kind of cropped up out of nowhere. And so I was like, okay, talking about becoming an adult, I was like, I need to stop eating like garbage. Like I need to stop eating at night because I was a I'm I'm a bored eater and yeah, I have a sweet too. tooth. So terrible combination. Oh, dude, I I bought I ate cake just before this. What that? I don't need that cake. I'm just I'm a disaster. But, but don't you are you are a horrible person for eating mm-hmm. that cake. But don't yeah. let that stop you from enjoying the things you love. I'm drinking a beer. This is my second one tonight. However, and I didn't make room for it uh, by not eating is another important thing. So mm-hmm. what happened was when I was working out and I was t- tracking my food, it was too much. Like. I wasn't eating back my calories. I was feeling weak and I didn't really feel like I could continue. I was getting worried that I was going to give up because I usually do things for about a month and then I give up. Mm -hmm. I've even found like if a lot of the time if I start talking about it, that's typically about the time I start giving up on it Mm -hmm. is because I'm like, oh, I just did a sick workout and I feel so great. The next day I'm like, oh, God, I don't feel good. I better not work out. And then Mm -hmm. I never work out again. Yeah. So um I stopped working out and just focused on losing weight through tracking my food, and that has gone so much better for me. Isn't that um, crazy? Because yeah. like young in the, in the old days when you're young, you're like, I guess I'll just go for a jog and I'll drop 15 pounds by doing that. Right. But now it doesn't do. I feel like it doesn't do anything. Like diet is so much more impactful. Well, in it, I mean, now more than ever, when you're the one in charge and responsible of what you eat, uh, you don't just come home and dinner's made. You know what I mean? Um, mm. It, it becomes not only like what how much calories you eat, for instance. It's also like what you're eating. Because if you want to mm-hmm. eat eight Snickers bars, that's fine. But you're only going to eat eight Snickers bars and you're going to feel like crap and you're going to be hungry. So like it's that balance of, yeah, I'm going to have a couple beers tonight. But I'm also going to make sure that my lunch consisted of at least, you know, a zucchini or a or – Definitely a, a zucchini. You can have, a, you can have six zucchinis if you want. Definitely. Yes. Yes, yeah. that's like ten calories. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's negative even. I think it's like celery. I'm not sure. Oh, no. There's that's no myth, real way to. Sir. There's no real way to know. That's true. Um, well, I I think I definitely connect with you with a lot of what you said, and I think a lot of people do. With uh, it's hard to be consistent forever. Like yeah. that's kind of impossible to set. So, um, it sounds like you're again finding that balance of. All in probably doesn't work, but nothing oh. is not a reasonable response either. So I don't know, man. I hope that I, I can't wait to keep, you know, listening in on the IRL updates on Flexipposed. Yeah. And just hope things are going well for you. 
hope they're not ER visits and and not just updates about how much weight I lost or whatever. Yeah, good. Get back to fixing your cars, man. Get get those ball joints rolling and stuff. I did, dude. I blew blowing so many all those blowing that ball fixed. joint. Yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, I will say that um, so far, as far as that stuff goes, things have been going better. And uh, yeah, I like you said. Try not to go all in, and I mean, I I'm, I have realistic goals, and it's a lifestyle change, man. You got to mm. think of it this way. I had to think of it this way. I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life unless I want my gallbladder out, which yeah. I don't. I am definitely afraid of having surgery. I, do, I don't want to have surgery. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was just kind of like, okay, what's realistic? Yeah. How can I – you know, it's going to take me years to lose weight and get where I want to be. But as long as I'm headed in that direction – that's what's important, and it always feels good. It feels so much better doing that. Like, oh, look at this! I've, like this is this shirt used to be way tighter. Yeah, or, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can you can have your cake, Sean, and you can eat it too. But- no, because it disappears. That's the saying. That's why you can't have your cake and eat it too. Because as soon as you eat it, you don't have your cake anymore. I think that's when it becomes a lie. I think it is a lie. The I think it's always lie. been a lie, at least since like two thousand and two. I know, or whatever. The orange box, or whenever the hell that came out. It's a timely game reference for sure. <laughs> um, but see, that's but that's the thing. That's what keeps you sane: is doing mm-hmm. the things, eating the things that you like. Still, yep. Uh, drinking a beer if you want to. Just don't drink it every night. Don't eat cake every single night. Mm-hmm. You know, keep track of yourself. You got to live life. Everything in moderation. I want beer now. I kind of want a beer. Hey man. Um, yeah. This is this has been awesome. Uh, do you want me to ask Jason anything next week? What should I, what should I, should I ask Jason about living with you? Um, I'll write it down. No, (laughs) honestly, (laughs) I've said all that, you know, it it sounds like we had a crazy rollicking good time, but honestly, I mean, I would say that our stories are pretty dull compared to most people's, especially if you went to college and lived there. Uh, ask him, I don't know. Do you, I struggle Jason's with this. Hard to, Jason's hard to pin down because he's a he's the type of guy who's plays his cards close to the chest. He's not a very open guy. Uh, I think part of it is that he doesn't want to burden people with his problems. Yeah. But every once in a while, I'll catch him, especially if we go and have a beer. He'll uh, he'll unload some some serious mojo, and I'm just like, doesn't that just feel better? Yeah, you know, like I kinda, I, okay. I'll, I'll, so challenge accepted. Um, Jason will cry like a bitch next week. So everybody, stay tuned. Awesome for the for part two <laughs> of Flexipose We the GamerCast crossover experience. GamerCast harder. Uh, Lucas, as if anybody doesn't know already, where can people find uh, you on the internet, your podcast, and the cool beer thing that you guys are doing? If people want to get involved in that. Uh, well, let's see. Um, I'm obviously I'm at heavy metal underscore riff on twitter i think is how i do it mm-hmm. uh I'm, I'm, bad, like it. I'm, I'm bad at social media so that's why i don't do it and usually jason does it for <laughs> us but uh we also do flux to pose that's just kind of hangout pod podcast it was actually a little bit like how it is tonight yeah or at least one section of it is we also talk about video games and stuff and try to oh i forgot about that somewhat keep yeah we try to yeah. somewhat keep jason keeps me in line he's the straight man that's but why i know what you're playing show. that's the problem what you playing like, is yeah. is that's our that's like how we connect to the gaming audience. If we didn't yeah. do that, I don't think anybody would listen. And then uh, we're doing um, well. When you say the beer stuff, are you talking about the trade or the the show? Because the trade and the and the battle. Well, it's all okay. awesome. 
so we started a beer trade uh, just because we have so many awesome listeners and uh, just friends of the podcast who may not listen, but you know we just know them through you know somebody else. And uh, anybody can get in on it, and uh, we just send each other beer because let's face it, it's unfortunately it's a little difficult to get uh, some of those awesome beers that are coming out from different states that unfortunately can't distribute. Uh, Distribute? 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 Distribute. Hmm. Yeah. Jury's still out on that one. Mm-hmm. I feel, you know, <laughs> you say something, and you're like, did I, did I say that wrong? Yeah, uh, all the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah. Why do I do this? I record right. this, and then I actively put it up on the internet. I mean, you heard just now. I'm bad at talking, so I don't know yeah, why I do a podcast. Here, but anyways. I'll send you so- some kokanee. Oh, perfect. That'll help. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we do the we do the beer trade and you can just hit one of us up on the social meds and get you involved. Meads. And um, yeah, I know I'm the, the dad thing kicking in again. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, we do a beer show uh, that we're I don't know. That one's tough because if you're not really into beer, it's probably not as much for you. But we also we don't make it too serious. We joke around. We have fun with it. Uh, we don't talk about tasting notes and stuff as much as you probably would expect. And uh, at least one in every two episodes, I'm making an ass out of myself. So if you want to see that, then uh, there it is. So It's very sweet. And even if you don't like beer, you should check it out for the production value. Because I think, I can't remember if I said this, on air or off air on the Free Nintendo. One of the best, like of all the things that we, all of us do, it looks incredible. And it sounds amazing. So just like go check it out. Is that oh, YouTube.com slash Battle the Beers? Yeah, if you uh, if you just type in Battle of the Beer, it should come up by now. But that's uh, good SEO, man. I I feel and, like and it alliteration. Was. You guys yeah, nailed it. I'm always about alliteration, dude. Yeah, you, you, you crushed know. it. Thank you. Nice man. Well, thank you for thanks for the chat, man. This was this was sweet. I didn't know where the hell yeah. we were going. I never uh, know, but that's kind of what I like about it. It's just kind yeah, of it's good times hanging out. I hope it's okay. Lucas, maybe, if you're listening to this, you're, you're probably going, hang on a second. This is an hour and some odd minutes. We talked for nearly two hours. I did, I did chop a little bit of the start. I don't normally do take that much, but I, I am trying to try, I'm trying to keep these episodes about this length. Please let me know what you guys think. Is it okay for like longer? I may be guessing here, but I have a feeling that shorter is better. But we sort of like we went on a thing, and I think that the the best stuff is what you heard. Uh, we 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 did talk more at the start. I took out more than I typically do. But guys, please let me know, Lucas. I hope that's okay. Uh, this is the this is a stereotypical Canadian. Sorry, I don't know if that's offensive. I, now I'm just two weeks in a row already uh, offending people. Thank you guys on Patreon.com/slash/MakeItBetter for making this better. This is possible because of you. And if you haven't already, please consider uh, becoming a patron over there. Amazing stuff. Remember, on Monday, we have a new announcement coming. So that is wonderful. Follow Lucas on the Twitter at HeavyMetal underscore. If you can join the Discord, I should probably have that in the notes. I'll, I'll try to make a, a note of that. You follow their show at Flux Suppose You can join their Discord as well. It's just Discordians all over the place. Uh, if you're watching the video, thumbs up, please. Two thumbs up if you can. If you have, like, multiple accounts, nobody knows the difference. So that would be wonderful. Remember, I am on If You're a Nintendo, where you may have heard Lucas and Jason just this past week, the week before that. Um, and I'm also on the Xbox Drive. And I talked about uh, Sea of Thieves this week. 
We're going to keep this short, guys. So I want to quickly thank our amazing artists, Gary Gray and Adam Leonard, our video producer, Antonio Guillen. And uh, this is powered by the Dayspace Network of Podcasts. So thank you guys for having us there. This is pretty much it. Do you mind if I just, like, wait out the music? I think this is still pretty good music. I think this music kind of holds up. I've gone for a jog to this music. I really want to play this. Man, is it too late to try this on the on the guitar? I think this is out of tune. I just said how I, I have to keep this episode short, but like this music has to run. I can't just chop it. So this is this is this has to happen. Oh yeah, it's Patrick Stewart at the drive-thru this time, guys. Bye! Hello! I'm Patrick Stewart, star of TV's Star Trek, The Next Generation, and the host of the documentary series, MGM, When the Lion Roars. Okay, that's fine, sir. Can I take your order? Yes, you can. And what is your order, sir? I'll have a quarter pounder with cheese and... A side order of fries. Would you like it? And a fillet. Oh, fish. Would you like a cold drink with that, sir? Yes. Yes. For the sake of the future of all mankind, I will have a small Sprite. Okay, sir, that's $5.20. Could you proceed to the first window? The first window. The first portal to a new dimension. One greater, one more wondrous than our own. No, just the first window of the drive-thru, please, sir. Yes. Then so it is that I proceed to this window of which you speak. Thank you, sir. Approaching warp speed. What the f***? Mate, did you just drive into the back of me? Yes. It is so. Mate, are you some kind of f***ing comedian? I am Patrick Stewart. Mate, get out of the f***ing car. And so, with heavy heart, I hereby withdraw from the vehicle. Mate, look what you've done to my f***ing duco. You accuse me. Mate, f***ing I do. Here's your order, sir. What manner of burger is this? And these slivers of potato extract. Hey, Crone Dome, are you going to f***ing pay for my car or not, mate? Mate! Ah, I am under attack. I must reason with this. Mate, you are talking out your f***ing ass. Ah, and so it is that I bid you and your people farewell. What a f***ing dead shit.